Hi, hi, there. hi I'm, I'm Mike Crea. This I'm, is Steve Sirkmanek. And, and we're the co-chair of the <laughs> Ranger Spiel. The Ranger Spiel raises Steve money for name. community college scholarships and weekend food assistance programs for youth and college students across the range. This is our 30th year. Uh, thank you, and we got Great a tune for you. Skipper, fast asleep, dreaming of gold. Listening to Stonecast, curling in the Twin Cities with Jordan Wickland and Christopher Listney. In the fall of 2017, four curling warriors from the St. Paul Curling Club, John Miller, Dave Smead, William Rivelis, and Eric Ordway, traveled to Tallinn, Estonia to do battle in the 2017 Tallinn Cup. Facing countless obstacles, including, but not limited to, surviving wicked Van Tallinn hangovers, having to convince the airline that the cur- that curling is a sport and resisting the temptation to buy and wear silly hats they emerged victorious um fifth place earning a place in talent curling immortality thanks guys for joining us john's shaking his head fifth place we were in fifth place <laughs> according, according yeah. to the standings we on the talent cup place. the talent cup website you were a fifth you were like finished in fifth in the in the order of Okay. Well, that was a former Soviet Republic, so they're packing. You look like you were at the bottom of your group, though. Yeah, I think we were the fifth (laughs) in the bottom group. (laughs) So uh, typically what we do when we start these is we share a drink, because that's kind of what you do in curling. So I picked up a bottle at the local uh, corner liquor store of Vanna Tallinn Estonian liqueur. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I I have, uh, I'm going to hand these out. I have a nice little Vikings mug. To share it with uh, Dr. Miller. It was a late hit. <laughs> it was a late hit. What are you? Uh, what are you referring to? He was not Dr. Bars hit on Rogers. Uh, he wasn't flagged because of rest missed. It was a late hit. Oh, it's. Do I really have to drink out of it's the over. now? Of course, we had we've been over this whole <laughs> charade before we started recording. But yes, 
gonna have to drink out of the Vikings mug. <laughs> All right, so we're doing. Right, what, 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 what did you guys do? What did they say? Kind of be sex. Right, sex. That's what that's what okay. we all want. That. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. 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 It's cold. Mm. Yeah, not that. Ugh. Oh yes, it's good. Ugh. It's it uh, back It's interesting, isn't it? Anise. Yeah. Anise flavored. It's kind of like a red. It's very similar to. Yeah, that's enough of that. The back of it is interesting. It says that Valentine is a unique liqueur with a glorious history. Esteemed throughout generations, mm. made from neutral spirit and rum flavor, complemented with cinnamon infusion, vanilla, and citrus mm. oils. What's the rum flavor? So this was chilled kind of like uh, Vicks Vapor. It's it's it says it's not good. No. The velvety character of Vanna Talon is complemented by the fresh bitterness of citrus fruits, mm. resulting oh, yeah. in a delightfully rich bouquet of taste and aroma. Perfect for serving ice cold, which means it doesn't have very good flavor because it's awful mm -hmm. the thing that i thought about this though really? is it said that it's like it. esteemed it's throughout the bad. generations <laughs> no i don't think it's mm -hmm. bad i agree and, with uh, according to the website it was invented in 1960 like this oh, was that's in all, all two <laughs> generations three yeah. generations yeah. Esteemed <laughs> for, so you guys speed those generations right so you guys bring this bottle home you should bring it to your super bowl yeah i might just do that appreciate it along with uh the vikings uh yeah, you can have that back. Yeah, yeah. Did that, that, that added extra bitterness. You know, I will yeah. say this is way better chilled. Better. Mr. Wilson served this to us last week warm, and uh, it was it was not good. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. I was choking it down over a love sheet, too. It is good in coffee, though. That's the way they were drinking it in Estonia. So let's do this ESPN or a Monday Night Football style. Um, let's go around dun, dun, the room dun, dun, dun. and, uh, you know, do like, hi, I'm Chris Listney. I'm the podcast host. I went to the Ohio State University, which I didn't. Um so, I want to know what, what positions y'all played. Um, I'm sure Eric was lead because he's this, you know, sprightest of the bunch. <laughs> Very sprite. <laughs> Go ahead, Skippy. first? Yep. All right. Eric Ordway. I uh, was the skip over there on the team. Third? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Dave Smith. I played third. Uh, William Rodriguez, uh, second. John Miller, lead. So, you go by Willie? William. William, but There's I thought you said Willie. No, no, I said William. You'd make a good Willie. When I first mm -hmm. met oh, no, you, that, I, I mean, thought, <laughs> yeah. Along with all the adjectives that somebody named Willie gets, fast Willie, slick Willie, uh, slippery Willie, keenling Willie, take out Willie, take out Willie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Slip on the ice. What Willie. do you guys call him on the ice? Oh God, a lot of things. Gordo. Gordo. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> So uh, we're, we're getting here. We wanted to talk to you guys because uh, last fall I kept on seeing on Facebook all these cool pictures of you guys over in, like, I think I just seen one or the... The never-ending Facebook yeah, tour. There's all these yeah, pictures from all that. over Europe. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is obviously a team <coughs> doing something. So um, something. can you just tell a little bit about what, what motivated this? Why would you go way over there? You could just go to Wisconsin to curl, you know. I think Eric uh, started us off uh, when we hosted the Worlds here at the St. Paul Curling Club, right? Yeah, what year And you met Roddick. 12. 12. 11. Yeah, so 11. it was 11. That's when the world was. Well, the Czech uh, mixed doubles team, I kind of got to know those guys, and they sent us an invite to their spiel in Prague the following year. We didn't do it right away, but we went two years later Eric's well and frankly they Eric never thought email come. out right. yeah I think yeah I think it was probably meant to be a joke and then we actually showed up he did he did he said hey what do you think about this and we all kind of replied awesome yeah, yeah we're in 
and somewhere uh, to get an air- airplane tickets. Yeah, I mean, maybe we'll go into more detail later, but when we were there, we met a team from Switzerland, and in Switzerland, we met a team from Spain, and in Spain, we well, I guess met the, the team uh, from Spain. The Scotland event was sort of an independent one, and the well, Tallinn one, same deal. We just found it on the internet, right? So, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was the one where we knew no one. No one. So this all happened last year in October? No, Prague was October uh, March of 20. That's a joke. Oh, that was March? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's obviously, you've got deep roots there in European curling, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you guys notorious? No, I don't think so. Well, no. They're not waiting El Gordo's return. Uh, Spain, I think in well, Spain, Spain maybe. They, yeah. they appreciated us coming back, and we went, you know, two years, in, two years in a row. And I think, I mean, frankly, I think people are surprised how much we drink, right? And then curl. <laughs> Absolutely. In that order. <laughs> Perhaps you should not drink so much. <laughs> Your next game is very important. important game. We should let's talk about that drinking too much. So, were there any uh, events in Estonia, any places that you might have drank too much in? Did you in go to the bar with no name? I don't know. I so. Well, maybe was that the was that that nightclub because the sign disappeared during the day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, he, and, the, and literally pulled it out at night and hung it. We were trying to convince these guys we were there, and we can't even find the door. No, this is the Seinfeld episode where George <laughs> dates the woman who the model, and he goes back the next day, and it's a meat locker. They're at the club <laughs> that night. Right. Yeah, you guys just experienced that the, the Costanza continuum. Um, we we weren't there. The responsible faction went home that night. Uh. <laughs> I yeah. think I think the uh, the one event though when we were in Prague and Eric was um, um, imitating uh, Roddick, I think that was our very first bond spill, and it was a very competitive bond spill. And I didn't think we knew what we were getting into. No, it was very good teams, <laughs> and we're just kind of a club curlers, except for Eric's got more experience than we do. He's the Facebook competitive, allegedly competitive uh, curlers. type curling. Cause we well we suck. No, we, we're trying to figure <laughs> out the, 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 we're trying to figure out the, that the shankle system, remember? Careful. Yeah, we didn't Careful. know the shankle system. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that was right. That, again. US. that was Colombia coming through. Try it again, William. The, 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 the European system, <laughs> and uh, which is different. You know, you you don't shake. You got you got to play until the last end because you get points for every you know every win. Oh, so yeah. The first game we played, we didn't even know the rules of the game. We. We thought we made a good defensive play in the last end to set up for an extra end. And uh, the other team comes and shakes our hands. And we're like, no, we're not shaking your hands. What are you talking about? We're going on. <laughs> and they actually had to get this Roddick, the director of the spiel, out on the ice to tell us that we had actually tied the game. And it was over. This is the <laughs> time to go inside. We were, evidently, we were in the bar. <laughs> you may wish to shake it. Would you have played it differently? Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, yeah. Smito called it the way we should have played it, which was more aggressive. but More no draws. One, well, no, just on the last shot, we needed to put a rock in the house to sit two, which would have won the game by one. We oh, put up a right. we put up a guard because they would have had a wide open hit. So we put up a guard to tie, and then our guard worked. They missed, and they shook our hands for the tie. <laughs> that and was so confusing. Yeah, <laughs> was super, we're like, no, we're not shaking hands. <laughs> we had another end. <laughs> no. So in retrospect, I mean, in the American format, what Smito wanted to do. Probably wasn't a great call, but in their format, it's exactly what we should have done. And then we we Just, learned, we got smart. You you do look like you're a little bit more European than the rest of your gang. Mm-hmm. That's the hat. Yeah. <laughs> that Prague spiel, though, I'll never forget when we showed up. I mean, I know we're on radio, but we showed up dressed like this, and we get to the parking lot of the curling club, and there's teams, you know, in groups of four with coaches in uniforms doing jumping jacks in the mm. parking lot. 
You guys are in denim boots and uh, flannel. Yeah, and we had had beers on the way. We you could take the <laughs> metro there. We had beers on the way, and then at, at the club they had an upstairs restaurant and um, with beer, and they had never seen. Again, we're being recorded, but they had never seen the the finger swirled in the air for another round. So we taught the Czech Republic. Let's oh, do man. this thing. Wow. Yeah. So we brought, we'd so walk you... upstairs after our game and we'd just go like this and they'd bring out four beers. Well, and, and that, was a, that was a novel, novelty. Well, God we... would erupt to the Americans are doing it again. <laughs> but we also over tipped. I mean, Roddick oh, yeah. would come. We'd leave a tip. Oh, he no, no, no. You take some back. Yeah. Yeah. Too, too, too much. Too much. much. <laughs> it's unreasonable. <laughs> this is also like the Seinfeld with the serial killer that over tipped. Wow. You guys had a very Seinfeldian experience over there. <laughs> Well, you track is... your progress by the tips throughout this, this country. It, yeah, we are still over tip. So that was that was trip number one. I mean, that's where all this started. Stonecast is supported by our friends at the Once Upon a Crime Mystery Bookstore, 604 West 26th Street in Minneapolis. Not only do they have a fantastic collection of mysteries, thrillers, and crime novels, they host some of the best author events in the area. Check them out on the web at www.onceuponacrimebooks.com. That's www.onceuponacrimebooks.com. Well, this room has many names, Chris. The crying room, the pantry, the boardroom, the yeah. gimp room is right behind William. Oh, yeah, that's a weird room. That's, yeah. that's a scary room. I've been yeah. locked in that room before and only thrown a leash. No, it's got nothing. Oh. So anyway, we're, we're what? We're above sheet seven and eight in the pantry on the uh, west south side of the... I Kelly like the Club. international room. I think that's the best name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go back to the Talon. It's Talon, right? Yeah. Talon? Talon. Talon. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah this Talon. is a um, great interlude. So this is the second uh, episode of Stonecast International. The first was about episode 16 with Tim Sullen and Pete Westberg about their time at the um, Senior Nationals in Sweden. So you for just the... notice how Jordan just cut me off. I was like mm-hmm. running. I was, I, was about, I was about to set oh, something sure. up and then he did the finger. Yeah. This is a nice interlude. <laughs> Nothing like a little controversy. That's Stonecast International. <laughs> the <laughs> legions, they, they want, you they, they're like Dragnet right? fans. They want facts, right? So I have, I, I just have a, have a, you know. We're just, we're just going to talk a little Estonia here. Sure. Estonia, you know, is uh, um, formerly known the Republic of Estonia. It's for those who don't know where we are. We're on radio, obviously. It's a small country in uh, in northern Europe, just south of Finland, across the Baltic Sea. Cool. So, you know where Scandinavia is. Estonia is one of the northern peninsulas on the mainland. Uh, it's uh, a, it has two thousand recognized islands. On the map, you only see the mainland and then the the two big ones on the west. But there's two thousand. It's a. Uh, it became a. There was a national awakening shortly after uh, World War One, where they broke from the Russian Empire. Sony has three million people. It's one of the least populous countries in Europe, but one of the most accomplished uh, over a few different indices. It is number one out of 121 countries on world liberty. I don't quite know what that means, but. I wonder where the U.S. ranks in that. Yeah, I I, I dared not, well, not look. Well, number one since yeah, uh, about you we know, must be at least ago. be two. Chris, would <laughs> be interested to know. I mean, it's, in, it's on our Canada's currency, two, right? No, you'd be interested to know, Chris. Oh, yeah. they're, they're the number one in international tax uh, um, business competitiveness. So oh. if you if you have a business, I'm moving. Particularly, I'm moving. A small they just raised my rent. Maybe I can Estonia get might be the place to go. It's there. very prosperous. Yeah, so and it's the it's on, they're number eight on the World Environmental Index. Yeah. There are a lot of LEED certified buildings, a lot of natural green space. 
And, uh, you know, besides that, it just seemed like a really cool place. It's the world's most digitally advanced yeah. country per capita. They were the first world or the first country to have internet elections in 2014 that went smoothly. Wow. Smooth as the baby's bottom. That would scare because me. I mean, so if, we are, if we're having a parliamentary like war inter- intervention, I think hackers could yeah. really get yeah. into an internet vote. I mean, yeah. I want paper and stamps on your hand, you yeah. know, like they did in Iraq. I <laughs> man, yeah, put your thumb in. Yeah, yeah dip your fingers. Yesterday, this I was uh, going a totally different direction than I. Just talk about Iraq. Just facts. Just facts. Context. Yeah. And uh, so Estonia is seventeen thousand square miles. Uh, mo- people who haven't been to Europe have no concept of how small Europe is if they're from the states, right? So that's the size of West Virginia. They the, might the not third have a smallest state. So I mean, you could you could do Estonia. You could do a couple laps in a day in a smart car, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, Tallinn's the capital. Yeah, and they probably and, have self-driving cars if they're that digitally savvy. We should, we could go check it out. A few yeah. years of the Talent Cup. Have so a, did you, you guys get out team. and see like the countryside when you're over there? I mean, did you see the country, or was it just like you were, you know, we never see head the down. We saw you were the head city. down, and you were. <clears throat> So well, I just saw like, Talent huh? apparently it's like down, got a really dude. cool medieval yeah. area. Absolutely, yeah, it's yeah. Because yeah, like... <coughs> we're usually there for ten days, so we, you know, you see the city, and then we went to we Finland, went to Helsinki, yeah. Helsinki. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was just state of cool. the city. We got to see the country in Spain and in Switzerland, though. Well, we had to. By, we by had the country, to. I just meant. Countryside. Did you get outside I, yeah. of the curling club? Sorry, I meant, you know, because when I go to a bond spiel, I'm so laser focused. You know, I don't have time. Oh, to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> doing jumping jacks. Uh huh. Yeah. Energy drinks. Energy yeah. drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of bars. Protein drinks, like yeah. the Russians are doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, back we to get the West downtown. Virginia thing, though. It's so there were teams there from Finland, Estonia, Latvia. Lithuania, and Latvia, and they don't share a language. So it's mm-hmm. like West Virginia not sharing a language with Virginia. It's amazing. Yeah. That's why it's. That's why we need context. Well, that is no, no, no. The thing yeah. is, in English, is like the common language, which is crazy. Except for the Latvians, they seem oh, yeah. not to care. No, but <laughs> in every bus field you go, the announcements are in English, so it's. I thought that Estonia, though their their native language was like a derivative of Finnish. It was like Esto Fin. Yeah, it's like Finnic. Finnic. New, yeah. new word I learned. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Because they don't. They're Finnic. No. They don't share a language. No. Wait, was it Finnish or was it Swedish that they shared a language with? Because I remember well, there's a lot of Swedes in Estonia. Easier with, oh. Communicate easier with, I think, the Swedish. Russians. I also read about they this. have a lot of Russians. Yeah. Just like Minneapolis is doing with the Super Bowl, trying to get people up to the bold north, mm-hmm. um, Estonia right now is going through this cultural thing where they want to be considered a Nordic country. They want to be. They want to cross the Baltic Sea. And sort of when you talk about Finland, Norway, Sweden, they want to be in that conversation. And they're they're really good friends culturally with the Swedes and the Finns. Yeah. Well, so I welcome, I welcome to the yeah, yeah. Uh, Scandinavian holding. Brotherhood if I had a vote because of Vanna Talon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, yeah. Well, well it's so close. I mean, apparently, you can get that on North Payne Ave too. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right next to the Boone's Farm, down there on the lower shelf. <laughs> All right, so of the we have um, um, so we have a, <coughs> uh, a question from the field. Right on. So yeah, we had we had a we put out a call, and I think we're going to start doing this for future podcasts. When we know who we're talking to, we can offer some context, and uh, we we had some call-in questions. So I'm going to hold this up to the mic. I think you guys will be able to hear it anyway. But uh, here we go. Let's just let him let him finish, and then you guys can can take the take the answers. 
Journalist Ben Matheson from Anchorage, Alaska. I wanted to ask about any evidence that you see in Estonia of the former Soviet occupation, whether that's there in the architecture or there in the signage or any place that you sort of run across in Estonia. Thanks. Yeah, architecturally, it's all over the place. If yeah. you leave the, the old city, the, the old walled city and go anywhere, it's just blocks and blocks and blocks of these 1950s, 60s, 70s Soviet apartment buildings. Well, rows you, and rows yeah. of them. Oh, prison, right? Smita, when you went to that, that Coliseum-looking concrete structure, remember? Yeah. Right. I mean, that was just an that old was, relic from... Oh, the old... Uh, that was an event center, right? Like yeah. a concert hall? It was just, it's just, it's just a concrete monstrosity. Wasn't that Finland? In, no. No. That, that was, was Finland. No. Uh, yeah, actually, where the curling club was, there were these buildings that were about <coughs> maybe 15 stories high. Apartment buildings, probably a couple hundred units each, and there gray. must have been, they're gray, and there must have been two hundred of them in a row, and just identical. Yeah, wow. like every exact same height, exact same shape, exact same windows and doors. And I think they're still, you know, I think the Russians live there. And our Uber driver said that you know the Russians don't really integrate into the Estonian culture. Which yeah. is, that's because they're so close to Finland. The Russians and the Finns don't get along at all. I'm not sure the Russians and the Estonians get along that well. Do the Russians get along with anybody? Uh, the Chinese, Russians, yeah, the Russians. North Korea. No, they they um, uh, they get along with the senior leadership of the United States. That's <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I got it. Killer and I need to be separated for about five minutes, please. <laughs> I got confused uh, at the intro to this podcast when we were talking about. You gave the intro after the after the intro. Their talent come when this you guys awesome. were talking about. Um, you start talking about. Czechoslovakia and Spain. You like went all over the map. So I don't know if we gave it justice that this is a multi, like you've been doing this for a long time or for a couple years. So like how long have you been traveling to Europe to curl? Excellent question. Well, the first trip was March of 14. Yeah. But we've been to um, To Prague. We went to Prague and then Zurich, Spain, Spain, Scotland, Estonia. So we've been six times, six different trips. That many trips, you probably yeah. get enough frequent flyer miles to go oh, again yeah. for no. free. I think Miller's got a bunch of miles, yeah. Prague is, I think, my number one place in the world I want to go to. Oh, that was a fun city. Have you been? Republic. Have you no, been? no. Oh, yeah. The furthest east I've been is Austria. Awesome no, city. What's your... Pro- There's Prague something about Prague. Prague is, is one of those Time cities with a ghost in the machine, I, I think. I your phone was going to... Oh, no. We tried to... There's a ghost in the machine. You know what I mean? There's something about Prague... I actually think Helsinki had the same vibe. Hmm. These guys, I don't think, Serious? thought the same thing. Yeah, oh. but Prague has this vibe, this hum. Um, when we were in Prague, there are two soccer clubs in Prague, and it's essentially like uh, oh, Michigan, yeah, Michigan State. Awesome. And we were in a bar, a brew pub kind of, and the bartender, in broken English, asked what we were up to, and he said, "You ought to go to the soccer game because there was a derby. Both to the, the the two Prague teams were playing each other. A at, derby? Oh, and this was like a local bar, right? It was like in the middle of a neighborhood. It was a nice Remember? little bar, though. A bunch yeah. of beers. Yeah. Um, 500 centiliters. So he said, you ought to get tickets. Tickets will be easy to get. No problem. So, uh, so we took the tram to where this game was being played. And even before we got off the tram, um, there, are, there are people armed to the teeth. In SWAT gear and everything, gear, and dogs. Sure. And not five of them, a thousand of them. <laughs> yeah. If we were on radio, I'd show you a photo. It was crazy. So, um, I it to the Facebook page. Okay. And we didn't get tickets because the guy said we didn't really need tickets. So well, I we walked tried to get the, tickets. We, we couldn't buy tickets. Well, I walked, walked up to the lady and used my sentence, Louvita Anglitsky. Do you speak English? 
She did, and she said, oh, you needed to get them last week. So we were at a stadium surrounded by armed people with dogs and nothing to do. What did we do? We Went got to a beers and those cold cups, remember, with the hook? Oh, yeah, that was the I've best invention those. ever. Oh, we got beers right. and cups with belt loops. <laughs> yeah, so you, 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 can, you can hang your beer on your belt. You can, like, set it. You're on radio, so no one can see what you're doing. No, but I'm mixed, maybe he can describe it. So you have a cup holder on your so belt. Erotic. So you have your hands free. Yeah. And... Well, no, the cup holder. Well, As William stands. The hook is built into the cup, so it's like a tape measure. You just hook it right on your belt. Yeah. Like that. And then when you want to drink, you go down and you get well, your... Has it got a top cover on it? No, it's just like a big plastic cup with a hook on it, like a flange, and it just goes over your belt. It's built all over your pants, but still cool. It seems so handy that night, Mm -hmm. didn't it? Something like well, you're a beer from exaggerating uh, your, the arm swing. Your oh, yeah. 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 Your cart, yeah. You can pull out your phone and look at it. That's one of those things you're like, I could have invented this when I was 16 yeah. and retired. I still Whatever. have all four of our cups. I brought them home with me. See, I, yeah. I was thinking I didn't come home with mine. You have it? I've got all of them. See, that's, that's what I thought. You skip. Right you guys seen those plastic stakes that people have at yard parties? You're just like right in the ground and a beer at like waist height? Yeah. It's like, why did I not come up with that? You couldn't do that around the soccer stadium. Oh. They gun you down. Yeah, yeah. He's just well, got four multicolored neon spears. Yeah, no joke. No, so once the game started, remember we're like, we should probably get out of here. And we walked like a half mile down the road to a bar. And when we were down there, we heard an explosion and then like an ambulance going at the stage. Remember that? Someone blew up. Yeah, I was wondering if like if there was if the, if you had saw any signs that that police presence was warranted. Oh yeah, know? sure. Like that would never go over in the U.S. Like we can't handle they that were kind ready of. For no, only they were only, for only the local citizens can have those kind of guns. Go bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was they, the best costume we ever saw. I mean, these guys were legit. riot gear. I mean, they were in full flak jackets. That's what it's called—a flak jacket, helmets, machine guns, dogs, double sidearms, dogs. What kind they, of what kind of machine gun? <laughs> Eric probably knows. <laughs> one guy had a what was it? Heckler and Coke MP5. I think that's my favorite bit right here. You do not disappoint. I think they were no. more ready for uh, brawls than anything, though. Mm. You know, fights between. Oh, yeah. The yeah, machine days. guns are usually pretty good in, like, street brawls. Those guys were legit, though. They probably had rubber yeah, they, bullets, it was, though, a, don't you it think? was impressive that they were. It's far more of a presence than is even down on Nicollet Mall right now for the yeah. Super Bowl. It was a stronger no, force. There was a ton of them. They were lined up in those stories. So, Dave, uh, since uh, you're going to be leaving us soon, um, is there anything uh, important story that, you know, that your skip what? might not you know, properly tell that you need to tell about your travels. No, no, I think Eric had uh, accurately... Well, we got uh, a bunch of Smeedo stories. All the, all the stories. <laughs> we got... um, so Smeedo... It's just an awful lot of fun, though, hanging ...has out come out of guys. a shell. I'm going to interrupt you, because Smeedo, oh. on our first trip in Prague, was really kind of straight-laced, and um, to the point where I was thinking, man, this guy just isn't necessarily going to cut loose. I didn't really know this. Yeah. No, I mean, Smith has always been, you know, he leaves early. When the, yeah, he was early to bed, 8.13. No, but I'm saying him. here at the St. Paul, you have a Bonspiel, Smith is a guy. And a called Diet Pepsi. Well, Smith used to be the guy that would leave a Bonspiel here and lie that he was leaving. Because <laughs> I called him once and it was 8.13. I said, Smith, where are you? And I, I, I could hear something in the background. He goes, oh, Mills, I'm just driving home right now. Turns out he had been home for an hour, and the sound I heard was microwave popcorn. <laughs> so, so he has. Actually I admire that. Come out of a shell, and uh, now this is safety. He's sort of the, in terms of partying, he's the alpha male. Oh yeah, he's I'm he's, the old guy he's no, but he's. You gotta give me a break. You gotta co- keep he, an eye on. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. Which is good. I, I mean, that's it is good. Uh, it well, is. It's very, very good. He's got the Joker. So what is that now? Hat, so How would uh, give me an example of where he would be the alpha male partier? 
Well, because you never know what he's going to. Yeah, I want to. Actually, you never know where he is. Other than being lost on the street, lost on the second floor of a three-floor building. Well, the the first time I dance floor, who shared after the dinner? There was that. Yeah. (laughs) But the first time I remember thinking, God, Smigo's got this figured out. Is we uh, after the Utsville Bonspiel, we went to Zurich for a few days, and we had a three-bedroom, one-bathroom flat. Oh, and Smito has a friend that lives in Zurich, and she said, well, you got to go out for fondue. And I was thinking fondue is going to be great. A little melted cheese, some meat, some bread, some fruit, grapes. Yeah, maybe some chocolate. Cheese and bread. That's it. Period. And, and about eight of, bottles of red wine. And a lot of cheese. <laughs> a lot of cheese. three gallons. And we had one freaking bathroom. Cheese. And so I was staying upstairs, and I came down, and the bathroom door was closed, and the light was on. I heard the fan, and I guess William was in there because the fondue had to go somewhere. Oh, fondue was still and, and Smito was standing outside, outside the bathroom door. And I said, "Is William in there?" And Smito just goes, "Yes." <laughs> and then Smito disappears, and I look out the window, and I see him just bolting across the the plaza, <laughs> jogging at the at, as fast as he can jog. And where'd you go, McDonald's? No, well, I was looking for a bathroom, obviously. Yeah, yeah. You went to McDonald's. Well, I was looking for a coffee anything. shop. That's yeah, the last was... time we had a one bathroom flat. Mm. It was. We, all, we, 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 all, we all got struck by uh, the fondue. Oh, God. And Eric showed up oh. to the bar later just shiny. I was, was decommissioned for a whole day. <laughs> well, what I'm curious about, who, who, is this, who is this female oh, friend we heard it about was, earlier, right? It was oh, an old friend, right? I mean, you remember yeah. 20 years? Yeah, yeah. That's and she it. thought fondue would be a great freaking well, idea. Right. That's the thing you do in Switzerland. Is she going to listen to this and be offended by our comments? Why would fondue cause gastric distress? Well, because we like want to sort of wine. Yeah. We have a doctor on our team who's yeah. happy to share that with you. Well, it, was it was just cheese and bread, and it was about three gallons. And how many three bottles Three gallons of, of cheese? I don't know. Seriously, it was a it vat. Was big, bigger but, than that pretzel thing behind And it was free refills. Remember, they kept coming. They kept filling the cheese. Deliver cheese in pitchers straight down. Porcelain pitchers. I would think you would like that. I mean, you are a Mas Queso fan. I mean, come on. You're probably like, yeah. The first kilo was fine. And I think I came out of it better than kilo. all of you guys. <laughs> no. like but the bathroom was bad. Oh, God. I'm, I'm still had one bathroom. And, oh, oh. I went in there to shower, and I, 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 was, I was like, where when, stunk. When you actually ended up finding the bathroom there? Because um, I've had some experiences in foreign countries when I have to go to the bathroom really bad. And there were some paid toilets, and I yeah. didn't have any. So and I had to like, keep it. Yeah. You know, it was... So it was what challenging. You doing? Uh, as Millsy said, yeah, I think you I just... back with a coffee and I said, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kept looking for a place. And he's so polite that he has to get. buy something. <laughs> yep, I'm that way, yeah. It's like a small coffee. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Does support the business, yeah. I think that the, the uh, some of the restrooms on the street uh, took uh, coins and I didn't have any and I just had some bills. So <laughs> I was looking for a place to go. I could have knocked me. I could have heard you. It was I was thinking... Okay. I think I did. Well, I'm in bed. This is sorry. Skippy sorry. was still in bed, thank God. I phoned you for more beer, but oh. I thought it was rude. I'm not your bitch, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> wow. So when you guys travel, do you have any uh, no matter where you go, do you have any sort of rituals sort of on ice, off ice, curling related, non curling related? Uh, drink before every game. First right? step is to open a tab. <laughs> Teach yeah. the bartender at the curling club what a tab is. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's very familiar. We actually ran the Estonian bar out of beer in oh. what? 15 minutes? It was pathetic. They only had eight beers in the whole, pathetic. What? the whole bar. Yeah. Seriously. I have yeah. to believe the bar had more beer for four so, guys. So the next, the, next day, the next day they brought in a keg. <laughs> yeah. 
because we set the tone early on Friday. I right? did say earlier they were they were surprised at the volume of mm-hmm. consumption. So the other teams didn't really drink. It's amazing. No so how'd you guys? Perfunctory post game beer, handshake, gone. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It was so the same we stayed there for hours. The, 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 the back of the Estonian <laughs> beer <is> cans <laughs> have Estonia's divided into provinces, including the ten thousand islands. And um, and we drank enough beer that we were reassembling the Estonian map in beer cans. So we had locals on it. <laughs> so we filled the wall up with empty beer cans. But we never got part of No, we never got tried Just it. one region of... Uh, and we had du- a ton of duplicates, but we never got... We never drank our way to Parnu. No. So uh, it may not exist. In Puchard, so now you have something to go back for. That Damn. doesn't sound like that's drinking. That just sounds like you're just culturally discovering the, the region. Exactly. You know? Nat Geo you're doing wild. your job. Yeah. In Puchard, Spain... Uh, we show up, and there's two bartenders there, Emilio and, and Paco. Paco yeah. And Emilio Paco. speaks good English, and he helped us get a tab started for the weekend. But Paco is really your Not go-to so guy to get stuff. Zero English, except for two words. They sell small beers there, and they sell large beers there. And he goes, you want Obama or George Bush? <laughs> and the George Bush is yeah. the big one. <laughs> so we do the, the, you know, the wave for George Bush. George Bush. All right. Well, I think that uh, we should wrap her up. Sure. Uh, so thanks, fellas. Good thanks, curling fellas. at the mm-hmm. uh, Ranger Spiel. I hope that you are victorious. One of your two teams. I um, appreciate that you guys, you know, got kicked, got kicked off of the the the, the Doctor John team. But that's oh, yeah. all right. Maybe you'll kick his ass in the finals. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's no chance of that. <laughs> we won't get that far. We have about you guys. I appreciate. I appreciate <laughs> the uh, bringing of the beer. And uh, the good conversation. So, um, yeah, what a pleasure. We'll we'll touch base later. So, uh, good curling, guys. Thanks for joining us. Good curling, Thank you guys. Cheers. 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 Cheers.
darkness There's a man they call the skipper Fast asleep Dreaming of gold 